is DDS. From the DDS studios, we are your hosts, Blake Milton, Bradley Newberry, Matthew Parker. Well, he's got the day off. Newberry, we got another one for him, the NFC South Predictions. This is it. This is the final installment of our 2022 prediction shows. Thank you guys for joining us today here on our NFC South. Tell us about the channel. Absolutely, guys. While we got your attention, go ahead down below, hit the like and subscribe button for us. Really helps us out on the channel. It's it's quick. It's easy. It's free. It doesn't cost you a daggum thing. (laughs) Hit the Rumble button on Rumble. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That almost didn't come out. TikTok. Never mind. You can (laughs) you can also catch all the audio versions of these podcasts on the go on your favorite podcasting platform at DDS Sports Talk. Newberry. Yeah. It's it's like trying to run through these. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Tom Brady and and the a bunch of other jabronis, right? That's basically all this division is. It does feel like it's one team, and then there's another team in this division that. Apparently the Bucks can't beat. We'll yeah. talk about them. And then you've got the Panthers and the Falcons that are rebuilding seemingly every, every year. Every single daggum year. Yeah. Every year. But we'll get to all of them. You can yeah. skip ahead. Find your favorite team. But we're going to start with the Tampa Bay Bucks. All right, go ahead and read Parker's prediction. Yep. We're going to start off here with Parker's prediction here about the Bucks. He's got them going 12 and 5. I'd be most concerned with the offensive line. How you slow Brady down is with pressure up the middle. And right now the Bucks are already on their third center. That is a problem. Like yeah, well, potential I mean, concern it, is you know, offensive line. It doesn't help that your quarterback is 176 years old even though he 45. doesn't look like it. he doesn't look like it. I mean, he's he's the fountain of youth or whatever. He's found the fountain of youth. Giselle said he not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, making Tom Brady move at his age is always going to be something um, that's going to make him probably shudder a little bit. I, I, I think that if you can get him pressure, particularly up the middle, like Parker said, it makes him have to move to his left or right. And I don't know how strong he's going to be at his age, even though he is the GOAT. Right. Uh, I don't know that that is going to be his strong suit. Uh, uh, me personally, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it from a, a similar perspective, but a little bit different angle. Uh, I think the key for Tom Brady this year is they're going to have to run the ball more. They have to. Right. They brought in Julio, but let me look. Tennessee fans, we ain't worried about no Julio Jones. I mean, he'll, he'll be hurt. Give him a couple games. He'll probably be hurt. His ankle, my ankle, coach, my ankle. Give me my money. My ankle hurts. It, it's it's amazing that um, maybe he just wants to play for Tom Brady more, and he maybe his body is magically healed. I mean, I think he probably sees it as is probably his last hurrah. If I had to guess, uh, both of them probably think that. You know, uh, with with Gronk not in the picture, uh, he's looking for that outlet that maybe he thinks he can trust. Uh, but I. I from experience, I'm not so sure that that's the guy that you want to be trusting to be there for you. But like I said, they're going to really rely, in my opinion, on Leonard Fournette to run the ball this year. Seriously. I mean, they're going to have to. Uh, at some point, Brady's miracle fountain of youth elixir that he has has to run out, right? We just don't know when. I don't know when. I keep saying that every year. <laughs> keep saying it every year. 
So last year, the Bucks finished at 13 and four in the regular season behind um, Bruce Arians. He has retired. Yep. Coach is in the front office now. Todd Bowles takes over. Todd Bowles is 24 and 40 in his career as a head coach, most mostly with the Jets. But what can you really get done with the Jets? <laughs> um, we've talked about Brady back. Kyle Rudolph comes in. Mm-hmm. Because Gronk is apparently going to stay retired this time until the postseason, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Rudolph's in, mentioned four nets back, Julio Jones, Russell Gage. Can he stay healthy? I don't know. It's just pass the ball, pass the ball. Offense was second last year, over 30 points per game. Tom Brady led the league I mean, in yeah, touchdowns MVP. and yards. MVP, man. I mean, yeah, he should exactly <laughs> should be. But I mean, dude, he he had an amazing year, even at his advanced age, if you will. But I, it never ceases to amaze me uh, how he always seems to be the guy that you never want to bet against. Uh, you want to hear their running backs? Yeah, let's hear them. Lenny, Lenny, playoff Lenny, Giovanni Bernard. Keyshawn Vaughn, rookie, Rashad White. They've got bodies. Well, I mean, and that may be all that they really need. You know, they need. And we already know about Mike Evans, Julio, Chris uh, Godwin coming off an ACL injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've talked about Rudolph. They've got Cameron Brait. They can dump it off, but that's what we might see. A lot of two-yard passes and see what you can do after the, after the pass. Chip a guy, get out there, turn around. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably a, a 100% what O-line. is going to happen. O-line yeah. going to be the big question mark. Yeah. And uh, when you come up against a team like the Saints, who you apparently can't beat in the pre- in the regular it's season. amazing, isn't it? It's crazy. I mean, you got teams like that, and then you've got the Indianapolis, you know, Jacksonville situation. You don't usually think that in pro football you would have these kind of jinxes. That, that no. They just can't really it's happen. different than college yeah you, it should be different. like at the tennessee florida thing it's just like like you know that the, at times the team has been better but it's just, just it's a block Probably. they just can't get by it a lot sometimes just you wouldn't think that that would happen in the nfl but it's pretty interesting to but see not only was the offense top two we have a top five defense last year top know, five yeah. defense and scoring uh, really good against the run um, allowed the most completions in the league but that's because most of the teams found themselves trailing quickly right so they had to pass right um, you've got new defensive end akeem hicks coming in you've got a safety keanu neal cornerback logan ryan we know a little bit yeah. about him linebackers right. are the key with this team with yeah. white and david um, and then my fun fact was they've lost seven straight to the New Orleans Saints. I still think when you're thinking about this division, they're up there I, uh, until proven yes, otherwise. Somebody's got to knock them off. No one is is really. I mean, yeah, the mm-hmm. Saints haven't. Saints seem to have their number, but the Saints have really kind of been a non-factor in the rest of the the division. So I wish good luck to Byron Leftwich. Almost became the coach of the Jacksonville, my Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm predicting 11 and six for the Bucks. Man, uh, I have no reason to think that Tom Brady's going to win any less than what he won last year. Okay, I'm going 13. 13 and four. All right, we're ready to move on to a a team in change. We're going to Carolina and the Panthers. All right, Blake, what does Parker have? Parker's got them going 9-8. and eight. This team has weapons on offense. 
as a Titans fan, I would straight up swap my receiver group for the Panthers straight up. Wow. Right now. And Baker has something to prove. I'm not picking it, but this is that Bengals type team mm. from last year that could surprise the entire league. Yeah, that Panthers. is some bold words right there. Now, Parker was bu- bullish on the Panthers last year, too. Um, he kind of missed that <clears throat> when after, what was it, two or three games, Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold took a vacation the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. The Panthers finished 5-12 and 12 behind Matt Rule. Third straight season of only winning five games. Yep. Um, after the Cam 2.0 experiment didn't work, Sam Darnold didn't work. Yep. You bring in Matt Corral. He's hurt. Yeah. And then you you have Baker. We've landed on Baker Mayfield, <sighs> by God. Oh Cleveland God. let him go. Here Look, he is. I'm on Baker's side with the whole Cleveland deal, but I'm not a Baker guy. I'm really not. I, I don't think he's anybody's answer to anything, quite frankly. I think he's just an average NFL quarterback. Uh, I think he will he'll somewhat get the job done, but he's not anything special. He's not going to be uh, the kind of guy to to lead a team. Um, it's much the same criticisms that a lot of people have of Ryan Tannehill, but I think that Ryan Tannehill is probably head and shoulders above Baker Mayfield. Uh, yeah, look, receiving great. McCaffrey, great. Well, there that's what I was gonna ask. I'm uh, like the it, first day how many most people think of is Christian McCaffrey. I know. And does he erase some of those some of those woes that Baker might have or faults? I mean, but at the same time, it's like I mean, Christian McCaffrey has a problem staying healthy. That's too. right. Can he just stay on the field? Can I mean, he play 17 games? How many fantasy football coaches' dreams are shattered? a year after year with Christian McCaffrey going down. Yep. Uh, so there's a durability issue there. I Personally, I think the combination of Baker and Rule is probably not going to work out very well. I think that this is a system problem. I think, I think Coach Rule might be in trouble after this year. This was a probably a panic last moment thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just a, a piece. That's a good way to describe it put it together at the very end that literally happened weeks before the season started, just a couple of maybe even one week before the season started, their biggest ads were in the offensive line to try to help whomever was going to be the quarterback. Right. They got a new guard. They have a new center from the Ravens and Bozeman of they, their first round pick was big Icky. Icky. So Icky they're, they're expecting better things from an offensive line from that side of the ball. And then you have yeah. to talk about defense though. Yeah. My thing defense. Last year, they were 21st, number two in yards allowed. <laughs> Brian Burns was a pro bowler with nine sacks. Shaq Thompson mm-hmm. had 104 tackles. Their secondary is led by a couple of men, Jeremy Chin and Dante Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Yeah, he led the group. Um, they lost Hassan Reddick to Philly. Can, last year's rookie, J.C. Horn rebound. And uh, can they get any production out of former Jag C.J. Henderson? I mean, it's just traded him there for Dan Arnold and a draft pick, and so far it seems like the Jags got the better end. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of questions there, right? Uh, Does he even like football? I don't know. I don't know, right? (laughs) I mean, and and I and I don't mean to hate on Carolina. I mean, but I mean, it's not like you got traded from Jacksonville to Carolina. 
They yeah. both came in the league at the same time. Exactly. I mean, you're expansion talking about teams. two two expansion teams, two small markets, as most people would consider them. Uh, really small. Probably the smallest, if I had to guess. Uh, pretty close, anyway. Uh, but Green Bay is pretty small market. It's just, I, I but know, they, it's, they, it's they, the tradition. Original. They have no, yeah, they have yes. no tra- tradition in Carolina. Nor Jacksonville. Nor Jacksonville, yeah. right. So, I mean, they, I don't know. So, three straight years at five wins. Do you predict anything different? You know, Parker I, did. I think that, I think that they will be a little bit improved, but I don't see them making too much noise. I've got them going seven wins and 10 losses. Seven and 10. Yeah. Oh, why change it up? I'm going five and 12 and that's it. Yeah. I mean, but- I think rules done. Quite frankly, <laughs> I think this is a system problem. Five and 12. Here's another team on the rebound. Have they found their quarterback? We'll discuss. We're going to Atlanta. And the. All right. Parker's got them going four and 13. <laughs> Strong words here. Everybody get ready. Outside of the Bears, they might have the worst roster in football. The only fun part about watching this team will be having Kyle Pitts and Drake, or will be Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Have fun with Marcus Atlanta. <laughs> He'll look great for a game or two. Then you'll get a look at Ritter when Mariota gets hurt. <laughs> Not wishing an injury upon anyone, but those are just that is just based on facts. Yeah, it's I the mean, type it's, of football that Marcus Mariota is built yeah. for. Is the type of football that's going to get him hurt, and it has historically. Um. Yeah, they got Kyle Pitts. I, I got it. Yeah, they got somebody for him to throw to, but I'm just not so sure. Again, Mariota, what was he? He was the number two pick that year, right? Number two James, James. Yeah, Jameis was one. Um, These quarterbacks that get taken so high, you know, and they run these gimmick offenses in college, I just don't know that they're really adequately prepared for the, the pro game uh, because they're looking to run. They're looking to run first, no matter what they say. There's, I know they're standing in the pocket, but they're looking for a hole to run in, in my opinion. Uh, and, they, and here in Tennessee, we noticed that. I mean, he's not a very accurate passer. Um, he doesn't make too many terrible decisions. He's just not a very accurate passer. Like he, he's thrown it ten rows deep into the into the the sidelines there, just trying to throw an out pattern. Uh, but I do agree, Ritter's probably your future. Uh, I think you let Mariota kind of bring him along as much as you can, but at some point you're going to have to pull the shoot and you're going to have to go with Ritter because you got to find a way to get the ball to your playmakers. I think we see the rookie sooner than later in the season. Matt Ryan, longtime Falcons, is gone. This is what the front office wanted. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye to the veteran. It's not like he had a bad year right. last year, but it's just – it's just that time. He, it's time he, to move on. He's gone to the Colts, and he'll get sacked 50 times, hopefully. But uh, Mariota is the stopgap. Mm-hmm. Ritter is the let's see. Because it to me, this is a free pass. Yeah. This is clearly a rebuild. And guess what? If you do bad, the, the draft is supposed to be stocked with quarterbacks yes. again. That's why I would so get Ritter in this year. Why not? Let's Find see out what you got. Let's see what it is right now. Yeah, I, I think that the, I think that the chain has to be short on Mariota. Uh, I think that that this, the first sign of trouble, you better have Desmond Ritter ready to go because, like you said, 
you're going to have the Falcons are probably going to have one of the top picks in the draft. There's going to be, like you said, there's going to be, it's going to be a lot of quarterback talent. Yeah. I mean, if they start somehow two and oh, then okay, leave Mario to him. I'm not telling you to tank. I never, I don't like the idea of tanking. But if you start losing, why not? Let's let's go ahead and see what the kid can do. Really find out if Desmond Ritter has the juice, if you will. Um, Parker mentioned Drake London. They brought in Brian Edwards from the Raiders. Last year, they were 26th in scoring. So to me, there's room for the positive. Yeah. You can move move up. Uh, Kyle Pitts quietly had over a thousand yards, but only one touchdown. That was interesting. That is interesting. Actually the old slash man, Cordell Patterson had 1160 yards and 11 touchdowns. That is the guy that's finding the end. That's a vault for life right there. That's a vault for life. That's what I'm saying. Holy moly. That gum. But then there's defense. They were almost last. They were 29th in the league in scoring defense. They lost their leader, Foye Aluakon to the Jacksonville Jaguars in free agency. He had 192 tackles, two sacks, and three picks. He was basically doing everything for their defense, defense. right? They can't get to the quarterback. They only had 18 sacks, and a third of that production is gone in Foye. (laughs) Hey, you better call this a rebuilding year because you got you've got to find something to to build up this defense, either in the offseason or with the draft. Yeah. And I'm going to predict them in that manner. I think they're going to win four games. I'm going four and 13. Set yourself up for a nice top five draft pick. I'm going to say Desmond Ritter gets in the game a little bit sooner than we think this season. Uh, and I think maybe he'll make a slight difference. But, I mean, given the the climate of the of the, the league, I think they're still going to be down towards the bottom. I've got them going five and 12. All right. But now this little pesky team that continues to beat the Bucks. We're going to NOLA, New Orleans Saints. Last year, they finished 9-8 and eight behind coach. Well, actually, they have new coach Dennis Allen this year. New era of football. What does Parker think? Well, he's got them going 11-6, and six, believe it or not. I'm higher on this team than most people. Winston was a, was very good before getting hurt, throwing 14 TDs and just three INTs. Kamara looks to play all year and maybe be suspended for part of next. Wow. And as always, this defense will be superior. I'm very close to picking the win to this, this division since they own Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't know if they necessarily own Brady. Man, those they, are some strong – Parker, you know, being not being here, he's taking some strong shots here. <laughs> they own the Bucks anyway in the last seven yeah. meetings. Uh, but new era. I mean, Peyton's out. Uh, Drew Brees is out. I mean, we're talking about Dennis Allen and Jameis Winston. <laughs> yeah, so – I, I am, believe it or not, I, I think that Jameis, if he can stay healthy, has got the potential to rise in this in So this you division. don't think that Jameis is on the same path as Mariota? You think it's a different path? You think it's a better? Well, Jameis he's is more he, he's a thrower. He's a, he's a gunslinger. He wants to throw the ball. And he kind of took a different path coming into the league. He had a terrible time down there in, in, in Tampa. In, in Tampa, He threw 30-something yeah. touchdowns, but he also had 30 picks. Exactly. So he kind of 
I don't know if this was by choice or his or or they made him do this. Either way, I think it benefited him to come and be behind Drew Brees, to learn that system, to watch to, I regardless of how ignorant we sometimes think Jameis Winston is, I think he's actually got a pretty decent football IQ. Um I he think knows he's gonna good lobster legs. <laughs> exactly. The jokes are always there. But um the reality is though, is I think that he's got a decent football head on his shoulders. I think that like Parker said, he was showing some improvement uh early in the year before he got hurt. Um is he gonna, you know, be MVP? No, nah, I don't think necessarily that. But I think he's going to be uh a step or two better than he was last year and in probably several steps better than he was when he was in, in Tampa. Um, I think if anybody is going to challenge the Bucks, it's going to be the Saints this year. There's no question. Um, they added uh, rookie wide receiver Chris Olave. They've added a five-time Pro Bowler at wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. They've added rookie tackle Trevor Pinning. So it's not like they're just sitting there mm-hmm. doing nothing. They're trying to retool, rebuild yeah. in this new era of Saints football. Well, yeah, I mean, and look, the Brady train cannot go on forever. God, we've said that for six years. Well, like. I mean, and they thought maybe it was going to be this year <laughs> it was going to stop. But I I could definitely see a scenario where as soon as Tom Brady retires, the Saints immediately are now the favorite in this division, and rightfully so. And I think, But I think that they could have a chance to overtake them this year, but I'm not so sure that they've got the juice this year to do it. If Jameis goes down, then you still have Taysom Hill, yeah, who is tight end, quarterback, running back, fullback, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Andy Dalton, yeah, journeyman, yeah, once a top draft pick of the Bengals. You got some experience, you know. It's not like it's not like you you're got, throwing you're in Logan Woodside. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you said it. <laughs> you're not turning to a guy that you wouldn't want out there in a million years. Uh, you at least have some experience out there. So I. I I guess I'll – you defense. want to talk about his defense. Let's talk about defense. defense. was really talk good. Defense, defense yes. was fourth in scoring, led by Cam <clears throat> Jordan with 12 and a half sacks. They brought in some new faces with uh, two new safeties, actually. Honey Badger. Matthew's little, little there. Marcus May. Marcus May joins them, too. Honey Badger coming home. Coming home. Let's go man. to Louisiana. LSU. That's what I'm talking about, man. I think that these are great fits to a defense that's – Already, already, good. already, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Cornerbacks are good. It's part of the reason that I think that Jameis will have some experience. I think that they're the defense will all or experience, excuse me, some success. Uh, I think that the defense will keep them in a lot of games, um, and they're going to hand the ball back to them quite a bit because I have a feeling that Honey Badger is not just there to watch and be an observer. I think he's going to be there to pick some balls off. What was Parker's prediction? I've already forgot. Uh, 11, 11, 6. 11 and 6. All right. So he's got him up there. That's probably good enough to make the NFC. It's got to be good enough to make the NFC playoffs anyway. You would think. Do you see them overtaking Tampa or being kind <clears throat> of in that number two spot good enough for playoffs? Or maybe neither. Maybe you're not as bullish. I think this is going to be the surprise team in the NFC. I've got them going 
13 Whoa. and four. 13. That's a big, big win total. It, I, I've winning the I think, division. I think I'm not going to say they're going to win the division. Well, what did you say Tampa was? 13 and four. Oh, you did. You mm-hmm. had them tied. Well, that's interesting because I have them tied too. I had Tampa <clears throat> at 11 and six. I have New Orleans at 11 and six, but this is what breaks it. I've got Tampa winning the, the tiebreaker. Listen to this, how it will go down. Both of them are 11 and six. Kicker, Will Lutz, will kick the game winner against Tampa Bay and uh, the Saints. Sweep. Who that? <laughs> they Who sweep that? Tampa Bay <laughs> again. And a part of their 11 and six, they own a two and O record against the Bucks. The Saints win the division. Oh boy. Who that? Who that? Win the Saints. The Martin. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Well, let's guys, go down to Bourbon Street. Let's do it. Let's do it. Party on Bourbon Street. Guys, thanks for joining us for this hour 2022 NFC South prediction show. We appreciate you being here. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button down below on your way out. Give us a rumble on rumble. Follow us on all of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can catch all the audio versions on the go on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, final thoughts. My final thoughts are, Brady, stop teasing Giselle. If you're going to retire, stay at home. Stop making her nervous and mad. Just stay retired. If you want to play football with the boys, don't tease it. Just stay with the boys. Well, my final thought, as always, it's two-tone blue all the way. None of these teams could beat the Daggum Titans this year. Oh, good Two-tone blue all the way. You guys be well.